Hello, and welcome back to the Money Bear Podcast. This is your host, Chloe Daniels, better known as Clover Money Coach on the internet, and this is the Money Bear, where we get bear about money, and we post about it twice a week. So this is, if you found us, you stumbled upon us, this is our quick tip episode where I'll ramble on about my life for a little bit for those who care, and then I'll give you guys a quick money tip to start implementing immediately. So today we're going to be talking about good old goal setting. It is January 2nd as I'm recording this, so yeah. Tis the season, am I right? Before that, let's talk about my life. Let's talk about my what's been going on. So I feel like for the last two weeks, everything was just a solid blur because you know how it is at the end of the year when it's like you get to Christmas and then everything between Christmas and New Year's is like non-existent basically. But I'm not going to lie, once I finish Christmas and then start just like living in that gray space between Christmas and New Year's, I just get a little bit depressed. And it doesn't help that living in central Illinois right now, everything is gray, like everything. And I think my social battery runs out a little bit. And I think the like highs of anticipating Christmas and all that stuff, it just fades away. And you're like, ah, just this gray area. I'm an Enneagram three, which if you're not into the Enneagram, I highly recommend checking, or if you haven't heard of the Enneagram, check it out. It's my favorite personality test descriptor, whatever you want to call it. But as an Enneagram three, I am happiest when I'm productive. I am happiest when I'm doing something. I'm happiest when I have a purpose. And it's actually really hard for me to just exist, just to spend the days reading and lounging and things like that. Like, I don't mind doing that for a few hours, but then it's okay. I need to be doing something and I also need to be working towards something because it's not just enough for me to lounge around, especially if I'm not on vacation, like specifically lounging around doing nothing, not exploring not experiencing something new, just like resting. (laughs) I'm not good at that. I don't really enjoy it for long periods of time and two weeks is a really long time. So I'm sure some of you are like, Chloe, why don't you just work? But the reason I didn't work is because my boyfriend was here visiting. And so we were lounging around together. But also, I felt like I needed to take a rest, even though I didn't want to, to be able to prepare for 2023, to be able to like really dive in both feet right away into 2023. I think my issue specifically with the holidays and why I get depressed after the holidays is because I eat like crap. I don't have any routine whatsoever. I never go to the gym. And so it's like a combination of all those things, plus drinking or doing other activities that are just kind of draining. I think that's really where it comes from. I think that's where I get depressed from. Yeah. I think next year and my this year, my focus is on health. This year, I want to get back into better shape. I want to feel good. I want to have more energy. I want to be stronger. I want to fuel myself with things that make me feel good. And so I'm attempting a couple of things this year. I am attempting to not drink for most of the year. I am going to do, I guess, sober-ish, but I'll be focusing on allowing myself to have a drink if I want to have a drink. But only in certain circumstances. So like, for example, my brother's getting married in an all-inclusive resort in Mexico this year. And I want to be able to drink at that, or at least have the option. The holidays, I like the ability to be able to have a few drinks. So my rule this year is to only drink uh, at the wedding and on holidays or birthdays. And then I'm also giving up sweets for the first time in my life. I 
feel like sugar is a cause of a lot of my anxiety, a lot of my sleep issues, a lot of my problems with my skin, things along those lines. And it's the thing that makes like that it's hardest for me to give up. So I feel like just going a year without any kind of desserts or sweets, except for again, I'm making boundaries, except for holidays and birthdays. Like I'm going to allow myself to have some sweets on those special occasions, but I'm not going to even throw in the word special occasions. I'm going to be really specific because if I just say, oh, I can have sweets on special occasions, yada, 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 then I'm just not going to, I'm going to say anything a special occasion. Cause I have a lot of special occasions throughout the year. I'm like, I had a good month, special occasion. I went to the gym today, special occasion. I'm seeing this friend, special occasion. And I really don't want to fall into that. Cause I don't think that's actually helpful. So yeah, those, where was I even going with all of this? You're welcome guys. I'm really on, <laughs> on track today, but yeah, so the holidays, happened. I'm really happy that it's now January and I can just dive into my life again because I really like my life. I'm heading to San Diego next week, which I'm very excited for. I'm going to take my mom to San Diego and we're just going to have a little vacation. I'm sure I'll do some work as well because I'm excited to be working again, but I'll be very excited to just get some sun si sunshine, see my friend Deliane and Leandra and just chill. That'll be fun. I love how I'm like, I'm going to go chill in San Diego. And I'm like, I'm tired of chilling, but going to a vacation or going to a new place is very different to me than just chilling at home doing nothing. You know what I mean? Am I making any sense? Do people understand me? Let me know. <laughs> so anyway, this year is really going to be a focus on myself and making myself feel good and prioritizing my health. I've got an appointment with the chiropractor this week, which I haven't done in a couple of years. I've got a dentist appointment coming up to make sure that my teeth are healthy. I'm just really trying to focus on prioritizing my inner peace and being my best self. So that's what 2023 has in store for me. And I'm excited about all of it. One of the things I would really like to do this year is go on like a hiking retreat or something. So we'll see if that comes to fruition. I'm actually using booking a hiking retreat as like a reward for achieving something. So we will see. But yeah, I'm really excited. So Welcome to 2023. I am a sucker for starting new. I am absolutely a sucker for this is the year that I blank. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We need times of the year where we can start over and we can feel fresh and we can make resolutions. We can make new goals and things along those lines. So I am falling into that trap and I'm okay with that. All right. So like I said, this week, our quick money tip is going to be about goal setting. But before we get to that, I do want to remind you that a lot of the things we're going to discuss, you can actually get a head start on all of this by downloading my free money guide available at thelazyinvestorscourse.com slash guide. The link to that is in the show notes. But in that guide, we talk about goal setting. We talk about questions that you need to ask yourself when preparing yourself for a financial journey. We talk about how to get started. We talk about my journey. All of those things are inside of that free guide. So definitely, if you haven't downloaded it yet, be sure to grab that. But let's get to the quick tip for this week. So goal setting. So my boyfriend and I did something fun yesterday where we sat down, got out our little planners for the year, and we wrote down like what we wanted to do for the year, what our big goals were, whether it was personal finance related, health related, career related, business related, all of those things. And we only together, we only did three each because he needed to leave to drive back to his home, but we would write them down and then we would exchange them so we could both review each other's goals. And one of the things that we noticed is we were really good at being really vague. 
And being vague is not actually going to be very helpful. So for example, we would have on the list, eat fewer sweets or invest or what was the other one? Fewer impulse purchases, things like that where it's, okay, but what does success mean with this? Is success purchasing 10 less impulse purchases? Is success doing fewer sweets as in eating 10 sweets instead of 20 sweets in a day? What does success actually mean? So that's one of the main things that I see folks not getting correct with their goals is not being specific. So you want your goals to be measurable. Now, I'm not going to dive into the SMART goal setup. This is not corporate America on this podcast. This is Bears America. But really just taking a look at your goals again and saying, where can I find something that's measurable within this? So for example, on the goals that we had originally set with eat fewer sweets and fewer impulse purchases and invest, we changed those. So for both of us, we're doing no sweets except for holidays and birthdays. We're doing, for me, I'm trying to invest $100,000. That is a big stretch goal for me. I'd also be happy with $75,000, <laughs> but 100000 is the main goal. And then we said, he said he'd increase his 401k contribution to 10%. And for the impulse purchases, the impulse purchase was an interesting one because his impulse purchase is often clothes. And when I asked him, I go, do you know how much you spend a month on clothes? He didn't really have an answer to that. So what I would challenge folks to do if you struggle with impulse purchasing is first look at the thing that you impulse purchase the most. What is the thing that you find the most frustrating? And for him, it's clothes. What I would challenge you to do, and this is a really good tool regardless of, or for multiple reasons, is I would challenge you to go back to your 2022 spending and look at just how much you spent on that item. Why? For a few reasons. One, you're going to be shocked probably. You're going to be like, holy crap. I always talk about how I don't have money for XYZ, but all of this money is going towards this impulse purchase thing that I tend to buy in X, whatever, in these situations. That's going to be the first realization is that I have money, which means I have opportunity to do things differently with that money. Okay. So that's a really important part. The other thing is it might also freak you out a little bit and not make you feel very good, which I don't want to make you guys feel bad, but it might be that shock, that come to Jesus moment of, whew, I don't like that. I don't like that number. That does not make me feel good. And sometimes we need that in order to make a change. Now, the third reason it's very important that you do this is because if you take a look at what you spent last year, that is now your baseline. This is what you spent. Now, what is your new goal for this year? So maybe you're maybe you spent $2,000 on impulse cloth purchases. We're not talking about the clothes you needed that were thought out, the things that you wanted. But let's say you spent $2,000 last year on impulse clothes, the random things you saw on sale that you're like, I'm going to get this, whatever. Now you have a baseline and you get to decide, okay, in 2023, I'm only going to spend $500 on impulse purchases, $1,000, whatever that number is for you. But here's the next step. You also have to make it reasonable and realistic. So if you spend $2,000 a year on impulse purchases and suddenly you're like, I'm going to spend $100 on impulse purchases for the full year. Is that even remotely realistic? 
No, you're setting yourself up for failure by doing that. So if you say, I spent $2,000 last year, I think I can cut it down to $1,500. That is still a win. That is much more realistic. And if you're able to get to that $1,500, which feels a lot more doable than that $100, you still saved yourself $500. And then if you can do that in 2023, imagine what you can do in 2020. For 2024, I had to think if you were able to cut it down to 1500, well, maybe next year you're able to cut it down to 750 or a thousand dollars. So, slowly, we're making our progress towards the things that we actually want to do until eventually it becomes like this small maybe you spent five hundred dollars on this impulse purchase throughout the year. But you got to take those baby steps and you have to be realistic because if you're not realistic, you are going to set yourself up for failure. You're going to mess up. And when you mess up, you're going to get discouraged. And if you get discouraged, you're going to get into that fuck it mindset where you're like, fuck it. I already screwed up in January. I already spent the whole hundred dollars I said I was going to spend for impulse purchases in January. What's the reason? Why should I even try now? So that is the second tip is make it realistic. Number one tip, make it specific. Number two, make it realistic. Let's not go too extremes. Just think about dieting. I'm not a huge fan of dieting, but the kinds of diets that are extreme restriction, maybe they work for a short period of time, but they do not work for a long period of time because they are not sustainable. You'll restrict, restrict, feel miserable. And then you'll have a moment of meh, fuck it. I've been restricting so hard for so long. And then you will blow it and you will eat everything you that you're not quote unquote, supposed to eat. So restrictive diets don't work just like restrictive budgets don't work, just like extreme goals don't work. We don't want extreme here. So those are my first two tips. My third tip is set up small wins along the way because, and this is something I'm really bad at. Like number one, you're gonna wanna track. You're gonna wanna keep track of your goals in some way. And I, like I said, I struggle with this. I did two things to improve this for myself this year so that I can track it not only the goal itself, but the milestones along the way. And then I can celebrate. So I, for those who are watching, I got a new planner. So most of you, if you follow me very closely, I have been using the law of attraction planner for years. I freaking love it. I'm not a big law of attraction person per se. It's a little woo woo for me, but we all need a little woo woo. But anyway, the reason I liked it is because it had a huge focus on goal setting, even though it's under the umbrella of law of attraction. But I liked it because it was like, I could have, you guys can see this like hourly, hourly goals, but I can also have the top priorities for the day, the top priorities for the week, and all the different things that I'm going to do within those days available for myself. Not only that, in the beginning, it has like goal setting templates and things for like questions to ask yourself and then three goals to focus on per quarter and how you're going to break those down into actionable steps and what are you going to do. I love the level of organization in this new planner that I got. So I did like the law of attraction one. That's great. You can get it on Amazon. Literally just shirts. Search for the law of attraction planner or message me on Instagram and I'll let you know which one I got. But the one I got this year, which I like a lot too, because it's also smaller, which makes it easier to carry around, uh, is the legend planner. So legend planner. I'll leave links to these in the show note because I do think that's really helpful. So that will help me. I'm going to try and use it every single day to check in with my goals. But I also ordered a habit tracker. So I need, and most of us need little wins, little things that excite us. And for me, what I got was this, it's still in the way, so I can't show you guys, but it's a little habit tracker. It looks like a little spiral. And essentially you fill in these colors 
throughout the week, every day that you accomplish the like daily thing that you wanted to do or the monthly thing that you wanted to do. So I'm really excited for that because it's just going to be like that satisfaction of like, how like when you check off something off of your to-do list, there's that satisfaction. So really excited about that. But I think tracking it's huge because it helps keep us motivated. Being able to see where we're at in our journey and where we're at in the journey towards whatever goals we're working on is huge and really important. So yeah, that's what I am planning on doing now. So let me think if there's anything else I want to say about tracking. Oh, I think the setting up the wins, the celebrations are important too, because it's like, if you're not going to celebrate in some special way, then what is the point? Like, how is this fun? And some of my goals are not fun goals. They're not like, they're fun for the result, but they're hard in the journey. And in order to stick to it, I'm going to have to make it fun. And the only way to make it fun is to celebrate those wins and track my progress. So I will leave links to the things that these are not like affiliate links or anything like that. These are just things that I found and I'm curious to see if they're going to work for me. So I'll keep you guys posted and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, so Anyway, it's funny. I'm standing up now. I'm like, I feel out of breath having this conversation, which is not a great way (laughs) to feel. So I'm excited that I am putting my health first this year because it is very needed. I'm wearing myself down. I need to stop doing that and focus on what's important. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, that's all I got for you guys this week. So if you made it this far, do us a favor and hit subscribe, rate and review us. It really helps us out a lot. And it reminds me that this is something that you want from me. We do appreciate that. I love seeing your reviews. And uh, as always, since we talk about money on this podcast, just remember that none of this stuff is intended as financial advice. It's for education and entertainment purposes only. So if you want to see our full terms and conditions, head on over to the show notes. So I'll see you guys next week. Bye.